I tell people just move, like just get your body in motion, whether you're going to go take a workout class, you're going to go sign up for something, you're take the next right action that feels aligned with what you want to do. And then that's when you allow life to unfold. It Mm -hmm. comes back to what we were talking about at the very beginning of be in the now, be with the next thing that you're going to do in the present moment, and then allow the next thing to reveal itself in the universe to give you that next direction because it will. Welcome to the Be It Till You See It podcast, where we talk about taking messy action, knowing that perfect is boring. I'm Leslie Logan, Pilates instructor and fitness business coach. I've trained thousands of people around the world, and the number one thing I see stopping people from achieving anything is self-doubt. My friends, action brings clarity, and it's the antidote to fear. Each week, my guests will bring bold, executable, intrinsic, and targeted steps that you can use to put yourself first and be it till you see it. It's a practice, not a perfect. Let's get started. Hey, be it babe, what are you doing today? How are you? What's going on? Has anyone told you you're amazing yet? Because you are. You're so amazing. Um, I am really excited for us to have you dive right into this interview. Tori Gordon is just freaking the coolest. And she has so much wisdom to share her own life and what she does when she coaches people. And I am really, really excited because, you know, um, being until you see it can be really difficult. It can feel scary. It can feel uncomfortable. Um, and it's a little hard to be something that you've never been. (laughs) It can, you can get a little in your head about it. Right. And, um, I think if you listen to this. In fact, I know as you listen to this, you're going to hear all these little gems, all these little ways you can just be in the now that you can explore where these fearful thoughts are coming from, where this uh, sense of urgency is coming from. And the more you get to know yourself, the easier it is for you to do everything that you've ever wanted to do and not with the hustle and the rush and the sense of urgency. And so um, she is a beautiful soul Um, and she's got some great support for you and there's some awesome stuff in the show notes. And I do hope that you have some fun. I would really, really love it if you could tell us, um, what your favorite part and takeaway was of this podcast, because it truly is what like brightens my day, you know? Um, it's, it's, uh, we've almost been out a year as this podcast comes out. And when I see the, the shares of the favorite takeaways, when I see y'all, um, doing an be it action item. Like I, I like it's, it, it's like the biggest high five, right? It's the biggest compliment. And, um, I ask, I say that because I think it's really, it can get really hard to go. How do I help this person? How do I let them know how much they help me? Honestly, for every podcast you love, not just this one, when you screenshot and share it, you are literally telling them how much you they've helped you. And, um, so anyways, I think this podcast episode is going to be one of those ones that you're going to re-listen to and re-listen to, re-listen to and write notes and ooh, be at action at the end. The conversation just kept going and we had a little bit more fun. So enjoy this right after this message. Hey, hey everyone. Erica Quest here. We are super excited. We're bringing back the Wealthy Mindset, Leslie and my annual coaching program. And this year's theme is from failure to flow. We can't wait to have you. And Les, what are we up to? So with four pillars of content that your movement, your coaching, and the community is all wrapped around is character, consistency, 
construct and courage. And I cannot wait to move you through these pillars. And I know Erica can't wait to coach you through them as well. It's going to be incredible. April 10th through May the 7th, we cannot wait to move with you, grow your business, shift your mindset, and take you from failure to flow. Where do we grab our ticket? Levelupmovement.com. So levelupmovementinthemt.com is where you're going to go. Grab your spot and get ready for this amazing four weeks of Erica and I live with you along the way. All right, be it listeners, I have really the one and only Tori Gordon here. I mean, I'm just so excited to have this woman and share her with you. I happen to have met her through a group that we're in called Brand Builders and she is just a fire and a super attractor. And she really makes you feel like you can do anything you want. And I got to be on her podcast. So you definitely have to go to the coachable podcast and listen to my episode, but Tori tell everyone who you are. How did you get to be who you are in this world today? Cause you're killing it. Well, thanks for having me. It's always good to hang out with you and have time to, to just catch up. I feel like, yeah, I love brand builders group because it's put me in contact with so many other amazing mission-driven people who are doing really cool things in the world. And um, that's what my, you know, my purpose really is. It's really about giving people the tools, resources, and experiences to transform their lives from the inside out. Like that really happens within us first. And then we see that play out in our reality externally. And I think a lot of us you know, expect to create different circumstances or get different results before we do any of the inner work. But that's, that's really the, the foundation of everything that I do through the coachable podcast, through my speaking and my workshops. I'm also a trauma-informed breathwork facilitator and I'm online. I mean, I'm a TikToker and creating content really just to, to inspire people and to move people into action, to take advantage of this one precious life that we have. Um, the, the time and the energy that we have, they are, they are greatest resources and we can never get them back. And that was a, something that I woke up to, you know, several years ago now, but it was this point for me, recognizing how precious life is, how much of a gift it is to be here around this moment with you having this conversation and the change that we want to create going forward in our lives happens here like in this moment, it doesn't happen in the future. It happens now. And it happens in the moment after that, which is the now and the now and the now. So can we just learn to be in the moment? Oh my gosh. I mean, if you're listening, you can now hear like exactly why I had to have, or did you catch the like filling your cup first that she said in a different way, but like, you gotta, you gotta be in it yourself first. You had to heal yourself first. And you also talked a lot about people waiting until something happens and then doing the work and like, that is, that's like the opposite of being it. That's, you know, that's the opposite of how I feel. And so, um, I think we have so much alignment there and I want to, I mean, I, I'm, I too, I think that's how I actually didn't know that you're trauma and for breath work. And then I was like, Oh, I'm doing that right now. I really love it. It's like one of the best ways to get present. So can you talk about like what it, like, what was the, the thing that got you to go, I need to be in the now, like, was there a moment or was it just like the whole life just going, I'm not being very present. Well, I think for me, it was the loss of my mother and, and my sister. And I had a lot of losses in my life, but it was specifically after my, I lost my mom in 2018. I just realized how impermanent things are and that I was always the person that was planning and like planning for the future, dreaming about the future, uh, preparing to do things, but never 
a lot of times never actually getting to the point where I was doing them. I was always just in that, that planning preparation, dreaming mode and visualizing what I wanted my life to look like. And it was after losing my mom that I realized like, Oh, there is no time to waste because I'm not guaranteed that any of that's going to happen. All I have is right now in this moment, and I'm going to spend my next moments creating an environment, one where I want to be doing things I want to do that fill me up, that energize me. I want to put myself around people that inspire me because I, I felt an urgency and to live, to like live my life for myself right now and not later. Because a lot of us, I think we think, oh, I'll put that thing off until later. I'll get my shit together later. I'll post that piece of content later. I'll start that business later when I have more time, more money, more whatever it is. Right. And, and it's all an illusion. Like None of us have the control that we think we have. And so it's, it, we, we do to a, a degree, we can co-create our lives. But thinking that we know how things are going to play out is a lie that we tell ourselves. You're so correct. Like we just, even right now, you and I have, how many zoom calls have you and I done like on our own and then together? And how many podcasts have you done? I done. And then today, literally no control over the technology that was starting out at the beginning. And so like, I think you're correct. We have the opportunity to co-create and Mm -hmm. yet there's only, there's so many things that can change on a dime that you, you can't just wait for things to be a certain way. Yeah. It's, it's about how do I surrender? to the moment? How do I surrender to what's happening and be with it and allow it to be unfolding? Can I, can I make space for all of this to coexist? This chaos, this confusion, this anticipation, this anxiety, this excitement, can it all, can I just create more space within myself to be a home for all of it to coexist together? And it's instead of exiling, okay, I never need to feel anxious or I can't feel this thing, or I can't, you know, everything has to go perfectly because then we're just setting ourselves up for disappointment. Life is uncertain. That is the one certain thing that we know is that life is uncertain and that change is inevitable. And so how can we be prepared to show up, but also be flexible in the midst of adversity or unexpected challenges that will arise because they will inevitably, because life lives, right? Yeah. Life lives. I that. <laughs> That's the best. Okay. So I, um, when you were saying like, not going, no anxiety, none of this, like, cause that's the opposite, right? Like, okay. Mm-hmm. I, I, I know for my own self, like I'm was such a planner, planner, planner. And then I'm like, okay, that that's not going to work. Like, you know, everything is, you have no control life lives, but, um, yeah. how did you, how did you not swing all the way to the, the pendulum where it's like, well, then I can't have the anxiety and I can't have this. Like, how did you get all of those to coexist? Because that to me is like a be it story in its own. Like, how did you get from like, I'm over here in the planning mode to like, I'm just going to be in the present mode. Mm-hmm. Well, because when we're resisting anything, we're resisting the nerves that we're feeling when we go onto a podcast, we're resist or we're anxious about this thing that we are about to do. Like we are not allowing life to be like, we're not allowing ourselves to be with what is we're saying it shouldn't be this way. Like we're fighting, like we're in inner conflict. And so for me, it's, it's a process of accepting what is and also being fully committed to creating a new reality. So I can be totally committed 
to an outcome, a goal, something I'm moving towards, a, a new reality I want to create for myself. I'm committed and I have that vision in my mind and I hold that and I move toward that. I'm committed, but I'm unattached. I'm unattached to how that comes forward in my life. I'm unattached to exactly how I meet that person or how this business opportunity unfolds or how it has to look. Because when we we expect, like when we put the how on it, then we've limited ourselves and we say it has to happen within this box and this mm-hmm. this way, this time frame. And we miss out on the way the universe wants to bring that in. Like it's never going to happen the way we think it's going to happen. Like 100%. we could have, ne- would you have expected like this would be the way this conversation goes right now? It's like, no. Well, and I think that's what's yeah. fun for me is that podcasting is like a really great place to just. <laughs> Just like, let like it unf- yeah, because it's yeah. like, you don't know, like, I, I know a lot of podcasters like have set questions that they always ask people. And, um, you know, my husband has a format that he likes things to go. Cause it makes mm-hmm. sense for the editor, but I'm like, mm, <laughs> I'm going to like, I just want to know what's going on because also yeah. when we schedule things, sometimes it's like two months ago. And so maybe, maybe why you were excited to come on then is not what you're like, you know, there's this mm-hmm. different thing. So I like to have the, how be, um, yeah. a little bit more optional. Was it easy for you? Did you struggle like ha- like getting out of the habit of, you know, trying to c- control the box? Like, was it or like, how, yeah. how did that feel? Was there a moment you're like, oh, my God, I'm doing it. I'm actually letting it be. <laughs> yeah, I think it's the human condition to want to control because we want certainty as human beings because our brains are wired for survival. And we think if I can predict the outcome and how it's going to happen, I can protect myself from it. Because we're always trying to protect ourselves from any threat. And that includes most of us think, oh, because I'm feeling anxiety, that's a threat or like I'm in danger or something really terrible is happening. And so the first thing I did was just learn about how my brain operates and works and how to not feed into some of my the patterns that I had been, you know, falling into my whole life unconsciously. And really learn how to like master my thoughts, the part of me that says it shouldn't be this way, it needs to happen right now, like the part of me that feels that like need to do it all and do it all perfectly. And it was a a process of yeah, learning the way that my brain works and how it's designed to protect me and to try and predict the future and try to create certainty. And also it's like this paradox, like we're trying to figure out the unfigureoutable. Right. And that that's like futile. It's exhausting. It doesn't like trying to like prepare about every scenario that could ever play out is and we do that because we're afraid. Right? We do that because we're afraid of looking stupid, the conversation going poorly, it not getting the ratings that we want, like people not liking it, people judging it, whatever it is. And so we think, "Oh, if I'm I am ultra prepared, that won't happen." And then what happens when the unexpected happens? Right. You have no plan for that because it has to go this way. And you weren't allowing yourself to be able to see other ways. Yeah. Well, and when the unexpected happens, it's like the way I describe it, it's like the Super Bowl was just last night. So teams, trust me, they come in fully prepared. They have watched the film. They have spent all season, all year prepping for this one game. They think they have every scenario played out of, okay, if this guy goes down, what are we going to do? If this guy gets hurt, if they go like they run this kind of play or this kind of defense, but what happens when there's a curveball? What mm-hmm. happens when your best player like does get hurt and you're not expecting it? 
what happens, like sometimes you just got to throw an audible and go for it. But sometimes you're like, oh my gosh, how are we going to come back from this? And it's the people that are able to be flexible in the midst of adversity or challenge Mm -hmm. that, that come back. Yeah. And because it's, if we're not, if we're so rigid and so stuck, like I wasn't uh, like, I'm not able to show up and perform unless the circumstances are perfect, then we would never, we're like, oh my we're gosh, only, no wonder only doing so much. Well, right? and also no wonder so many people are only doing so much. Right. Right. Cause they're expecting it to be a beautiful 70 degree day outside mm-hmm. and every, you know, feeling their best. And, and that's just not life. Like some days we're not, the conditions aren't perfect yeah. to get out there and do it. Oh, I mean, pure example, we, we had this whole thing that we planned and we sold. So like it is, we told people you'll be able to walk, you'll be able to walk to our house. And guess what? Those Airbnbs that were walkable, they didn't, they didn't want people from the local community renting them. So they're not walkable mm-hmm. anymore. Now that doesn't mean it's not going to be an amazing retreat. That doesn't mean it's going to be this. And of course, as I like, I sold them this, they still have a beautiful house to stay in. They're actually going to get a ride now to and from the place. Like, but it's like having, like getting stuck on. There was that moment where it's like, but we told them this. And if it's not perfect, then what are they going to think? And it's like, well, nothing is perfect. And they're going to see like everyone is doing the fucking best they can, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. yeah. So you have to be able to go, okay, well then what's the shift? What's the pivot? How do we continue to offer the most amazing thing with right. challenges that w- were unforeseen? More, exactly. And that's resilience. Yeah. That's what resilience is. It's what do you do when you get hit and how do you come back and do you keep showing up and h- how quickly mm-hmm. do you rebound? Like the, the quick, the, the speed at which you rebound is actually like, um, who, the lady on shark tank, the real estate lady, I heard uh-huh. her on an interview and she said, cause someone asked her like, what's the, like, like, what's your tip for success? And she's like, it's your rebound. Mm-hmm. She said, when I saw for the salespeople who like, if they lost a deal, the ones that went home and took the day off to like decompress from that. They did worse than the ones were like, and what, and next, and, and, and how, what do I learn? And what's the next thing, you know? Yep. It's that downtime of being able to recover. It's the recovery. Mm-hmm. Like my recovery, I have a friend who was a pro runner for years and years and years, and he would run a, over a hundred mile races. Yeah, those, like those people are crazy to me. <laughs> a marathon is like what? 26.2. Yeah. 26.2. So he was like running multiple marathons. Yeah. <laughs> and when I heard that, I could not believe it. I was like, I had another friend who just run, ran his first marathon. I was like, he took a week to recover. He was like, this is so painful. And so I asked my guy friend, I said, how was recovery? He was like, but when you're doing it all the time, your body just bounces back. And so I think whether it's in the entrepreneurial space and whatever it is you're doing, the more you do it, the quicker the recovery, because yeah. you're prepared, like you're conditioned to bounce back quicker as opposed to like, if you go in the gym and you lift heavy and you haven't been in the gym for months, you're going to be stiff. You're like, you're like, oh, I can't uh, yeah. go back to the gym. They, you're not going to go back while. to the gym for a while. And you're going to start all over again. But also it's that like whole, exactly. to- that's that toilet seat thing. Like if you can't sit down in the toilet, you did it wrong at the gym. <laughs> you didn't yeah. prepare your body. Um, no, that's not true. I guess some people, there might be some other reasons legitimate for that, but you're correct. And that's like, that's why, like when you do, um, that's why trainers, y'all have like heart rate monitors on you because they actually don't want you living in the cardio zone the whole time. They want you to be able to challenge your body to go up and down and up and down. And like, I love to see how fast my recovery can be like how fast, cause I'll run with my dog and then he has to stop and, you know, do his thing. And I'm like, am I, Oh, did I get calm? And then I like to do it again. You know what I mean? Cause like that keeps you really resilient. It keeps you having 
more opportunity, you're healthier, you're stronger. Well, and to go back to what you said about the pendulum, like the people that go to the gym and they have the toilet seat moment, <laughs> like that's where you're on one side of the pendulum, like it's in yeah. extremes. And then you're on the other side. It's that in between it's the balance. It's the be with what is, and don't like, it's only our mind that tells us we need to go quicker. We need to do it all by a certain time. Like it's the expectations we put on ourselves and the pressure we put on ourselves. And there've been moments in my business where I'm like, what am I in such a hurry for? Mm. Like, because when I get there, I'm going to be in a hurry to get somewhere else and like to do the next thing. And sure, I have, I'm on a mission to serve people, but is it really because I'm trying to serve more people or is it coming from a place of, I need to prove my worth or I need to get validated because I got to the next stage or I got to the next level or whatever it is. And so that the breath work for me has helped me live in that, like come back to the moment. That's the thing about breath. It brings you back to the present. And it's in that in-between of the, the balance between the pendulums. It's, it's not one extreme or the other. It's when I feel like I am, I've been doing 30 days of hot yoga mm. and it is hot. And there are moments where my heart rate gets super, uh, super high. But then when I come back to the breath, it's how quickly can I come back to that like relaxed, centered state instead of being like, <gasps> like I'm like dying, mm-hmm. you know? And that happens with training and it's a process of getting your mind and body to that point. It doesn't happen overnight. I think we got to get off of this like, like fast, like culture that we're in where it's like, I need everything right now. I've got to be able to do it all and like get the results immediately. Like the things that we truly want to accomplish will take time. Anything that's good takes yeah time. i guess um I, like my mind like thinks about like there's the people who are like rushing to make things happen a certain way at a certain pace, and like they're in a hurry and i love the question like what am i in a hurry for i think that's really a valid question you also write that down as your like homework assignment mm-hmm. um as like what to ask yourself and then there's the people who like do nothing because they're just waiting right and you're right there is that place in the in the mm-hmm. middle and, and that tends to be where a lot of people are. There's either the hustlers, mm-hmm. they're like, gotta go, go, go. Or the people who are kind of like paralysis analysis and yeah. they are shut in shutdown. Mm-hmm. It's like one or the other. Yeah. And so like, I think that some of those analysis paralysis people used to be on the other end and they like burnt themselves out or they got yeah. lost or something, or they're like, I need to stop doing that. So I'm just going to stop having dates on anything. Yeah. So I just want to like, because I... I know, I know the listeners listen. They're gonna be like, but Tori, do you have deadlines? Like, do you have a deadline? Do you have mm-hmm. dates on your goals? Or like, mm-hmm. how do you do, how do you have a date on something, but like not get attached to that? What is your system for that? Yeah. I mean, I definitely have dates on my calendar. I book things and I have, you know, like I'm doing 30 days of hot yoga to see what my progress looked like over that 30 day period. I think it's really important to have check-ins with yourself. But the point of the 30 days isn't to achieve a certain result. It's to just notice and track the progress that happens within the 30 days. Like just by doing, like I show up and I give my best every day. My best looks different day to day, but that's the standard. I, my standard for myself is show up and give my best over whatever the length of time that you're going to give yourself and give yourself permission that the best doesn't have to look like it did the day before. But I show up and I give my best and I'm tracking what is my progress over that length of time. For bigger, like long-term goals, 
the way we can like motivate ourselves to keep going is to, is to take the long goal over a year and to make it shorter. So the first three months, like let's track our progress. How are we going to take this long? Maybe you're going to write a book. Okay. What's the first thing we need to do? Create an outline. Okay. Let's make that into its goal, a goal in itself instead of sitting down and like, okay, I have an empty page. How do I write this entire book? (laughs) Right. I know. It's like, let's just take our long term goals and chunk them down and be accountable for that and then set the next piece of it. Um, Because ultimately we will get really overwhelmed with looking at something over a long term and we'll get, you know, we'll lose our, our motivation. So back to kind of the working out analogy, there was a time when I was doing like a 60 day challenge. And at the beginning, I like took my measured my stats. So how fast could I run a hundred meter? How many pushups could I do in a minute? How many, you know, whatever the, the like measurements were. I did that at the beginning. I did that 30 days in, and then I did it 60 days in. The important thing about doing it 30 days in is that it remotivates you for the next 30 days. Yeah. Because I could see that I'm making progress, right? I hadn't gotten to where I wanted to be, but I had improved in every single category that I started in. And that is like, oh, this is working. And that re-energizes you to keep going for the next stint. Yeah. And so those check-ins with yourself across your goals is really, really important. So I have just like a... um kind of a process that I do with myself to see like, how am I, yeah. like, how am I ranking? I like know, that. I, you, and you created it for yourself. And I, I love that a lot. I'm a big fan of like breaking things down smaller. Like one of the, one of my friends were having lunch the other day and she said, yeah, I'm, I'm, I just need to set aside time to work on my workshop. I said, what if you just set aside time to like come up with the name of it? Mm-hmm. And then like, what if another day you actually just wrote like the hour by hour and then, and then yeah. like, and she's like, what? And I said, I don't even work on an entire project. Like, are you kidding? Like, I'm like, I think I want to do this. Okay. What's one thing that I can think about with that, that like can seal the deal. I'm like, I want to do like, we, um, we're two two weeks away from retreaters coming to our house for a business retreat. When that idea came up, I was like, I want to do a business retreat. I want to do it in Vegas. And I want to ask them how long they want it, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know? Cause like, but I didn't go, okay, I'm going to sit down and plan this whole retreat out just like in a vacuum. Like, no one has time for that. You'll get, you'll get overwhelmed by all the stuff that has to happen. Like, yeah. oh my gosh, now I have to feed the people. I have to come up with these things. There's so many moving parts and mm-hmm. we'll, we'll overwhelm ourselves. We just won't do it. So I love that. That's so great. Okay. So, um, thank you for sharing that when you, so the, the process you go through yourself, we're getting a little, a granular. Do you do it every week? Do it every month? Like, do you have a process for like checking in on how you're doing? Yeah. So I actually stole this from a friend of mine and you might know him, um, Carrie Jack, but He's great. And he has a process that I've kind of adopted. Um, and he calls it like soul mapping. And basically, it's a, something you do every single week. I do it on Sundays. And you go through this framework of asking yourself... It's a ranking system of 1 to 5. 5 being the best. You killed it that week in this area. 1, you like got an F. right? And it's... You just go through this process of asking yourself, like one is about digital detox. Like how much time did I spend on my phone? (laughs) Right. Did I, was I good? Did I manage that? Or did I completely like spend way too much time on my phone? It's time in nature, right? It's things like, uh, did I give, do meaningful work this week? Did I take care, like spend time with people that I love? 
did I play and make time for hobbies and Mm -hmm. things outside of work? And those checkpoints are really helpful because just week to week, I can see where my priorities have been and how I can um, kind of realign those this week. So if I, in a couple areas, I'm like, I really, really dropped the ball here. Typically what I find is there's never multiple weeks where I struggle with the same thing over and over. Right. Again. Cause you're paying attention to it. So yes. you're like, yeah. And what we, yeah. Um, that's because you see, you'll see what you track. Yeah. It's like the second that I invested in crypto, you better believe I was tracking that. Right? <laughs> I was like, is my money going up or down? You will see the result of what you track. Yeah. And so having a system, whatever system works for you is one that helps you just notice that progress because otherwise it seems like, you know, oh, I haven't really made any improvements, but you really have. You just haven't given yourself any credit and you don't know what. Right. Cause you're, yeah. And, and you're not actually like, you're not, it's like, I need more. I need to do more of this. I need to drink more water. It's like, how much more? Do you need to drink a bottle more? Like exactly. it's specific. Yeah. Um, you're not measuring it. So. You made me think of my friend, Nora. I have to, I've got to have to bring her on. When you move and the pandemic time stands still everyone. So but I had her in my group and she has this whole thing. Like, are you a spectator or are you the, the star athlete? Because the athlete would assess the athlete is looking at game videos. The athlete is, oh, I missed that ball. You know, I need to go back to batting cages. Like the, the athlete is like troubleshooting and being clinical about things. The spectator and the stands like you missed that ball, ah, like just judgment, judgment, judgment. <laughs> and so she like takes five areas like money, relationships, health, whatever. And you just ask yourself, am I a spectator or am I an athlete? Am I a spectator I love or an athlete? That. It's so fun, right? But then you can get even granular with your soul map. And I think you could just like, for those of you who are like, this is a lot, ladies, start with Nora. So then you want to get more detailed, go to yeah. the one she just described. And then, and then you can get any more. But I think we have to baby step our way into like assessing ourselves and getting honest. Because if you are someone who's a super judger, you're going to, you're going to, you need a little like bridge. You need like a booster into the space of being honest and, yeah. and welcoming yourself. Yeah. Well, and what I'll do for you guys inside membership community um, called Coachable University, it's a program that I run, um, School of Self Mastery. Something that I have my students do every single week is is this check-in. And we have a form that they fill out. And you just gave me the idea. I'm happy to put that into a document templated, you know, um, something that people can download and they can just go through it themselves every single week and make it super easy. And there's some good questions you can ask yourself. The Soul Mapping Framework's there if you want to do that. And just give yourself a little rating and it'll tell you each of the different um, kind of topics to rate yourself in or areas to rate yourself in. But there are also just questions like, what went well this week? Mm-hmm. What didn't go? Where did I drop the ball? What do I need? Like, what can I celebrate? Those yeah. questions are also really helpful um, because, again, what we are measuring and what we see is what we're going to take more action on and prioritize. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. We'll put that link in the notes guys. It's there's, we always have good notes down there. So you're amazing. Tori, this is so fun. We just scratched the surface. All right. We're going to do a quick break and then find out how people can get to know you more and, and, and all that stuff. So one moment. Hey team, it's Erica Quest. We're super excited. The Wealthy Mindset is back. Bless me in my annual coaching program. It's called From Failure to Flow. We start April 10th, then we go to May 7th, and you'll go to levelupmovement.com to snag your spot. Okay, Tori, everyone's going to stalk you already. They're like super excited about soul mapping, but um, how can they find you, follow you, get to know you? Where, where are you hanging out these days? Yeah, I am on Instagram and TikTok. I'm Coach Tori Gordon on both platforms. And then 
you can go to my website, torygordon.com. We have um, a lot of fun stuff there. We're also just getting our YouTube up and running. So our podcast, The Coachable Podcast is live. Um, the full video is on um, the YouTube channel. So if you go to torygordon.com, you'll find all of the places that I hang out and a bunch of free resources and downloads too, if you want to find some other goodies that you can take home. Oh. That's the best place to go. You're amazing. Yeah. Um, I, I do like that. We put our, we put the podcast on, on YouTube as well. I think for, there's a lot of people who like to just watch things like, mm-hmm. you know, so um, it's so yeah. fun that you have all of those resources. Thank you. Okay. Last question. Um, be it action items, things people can do that are bold, executable, targeted, or intrinsic that can help them be it till they see it. Yeah. I think the biggest thing is know, like, know what you want. And that seems like something that isn't really actionable, but it is. It's like, I've got a clarity guide that takes you through this process of what do I want? Like, where am I right now? Where do I want to be? And identify what's in the way. Because we can't create what we want to create in our lives unless we're willing to look at where's our point A, like what's my current GPS location, where am I headed, Bora Bora Beach, wherever you want to go, like what is that destination you're headed towards, and then what's in between, like what are all of the twists and turns that are really standing in your way from getting there? That is a process I think everybody should go through multiple times throughout the year. I mean, and you can do this for all of the areas of your life because until we're willing to look at what we're avoiding and what <laughs> we're putting off, like those are the things that are really keeping us from the the goals and the dreams that we have for ourselves. And sometimes that is a like a logistical thing. Maybe it means I need to save a certain amount of money. Maybe it means I need to get a certification or I need to get more experience in X area. I need to get an internship or I need to you know, apply, actually go apply for the job or create the resume, right? Or it could be more subjective. It could be a belief system that you have. It could be this this part of you that's saying, hey, you're not ready until you have all of these other things in place. And we can start to identify what are the stories that are in the way, but also just what are those logistical things? Because until we identify them, you can't hit a target. You can't see. You're yeah. going to start to identify them, and then you can go actually execute. Well, on you them. also can't go to a place you don't know where it is, and right. you don't know where you're starting from. Like it's like if I asked you how to get to Atlanta, and you didn't know where I was coming from, you might be able to go. Well, if you know where the 40 is, I think the 40 goes through there. Um, it might be the 10. Anyways, you know. But like you have to. Like you can't actually. I'm not going to get there. I'm going to like wandering around looking for Atlanta. So it's, I love that. And also know what you want. It made me think of like runaway bride when she like, doesn't know how she likes her egg. Mm -hmm. Like, and I remember watching her like try all these different eggs and like y'all, like, I know this is a terrible nineties rom-com, maybe it's early two thousands, but the reality is, is like, if you can just picture, like, if you don't know what you want, it's time to go try out a bunch of different things. Like go play, go, mm-hmm. go hike, go do something, go do go something. Take a class. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can quit the class if you don't like it after a few weeks, but maybe stay. Cause maybe that resistance is actually just because what yeah. you need to assist you, you know, that was exactly what I did when I was at that point where I was confused and didn't really know what I wanted. I just tried a bunch of things and that's the executable thing. Like that's the executable thing. Go sign up for the course, mm-hmm. go like take the dancing class, go yeah. get yourself in a cooking class, whatever it is, because you're right. A lot of people are sitting in their car and they're expecting to go on this amazing vacation, but maybe they have put the destination in their GPS, but 
it ha- doesn't have their current location. And a lot of people are waiting to get on the road before they, they want to know every twist and turn. They want to know, okay, are you going to take a right, take a left? Is it going to be like, is <laughs> this, speaking how of GPS, far do I go? My dad was taking me to get my hair done on Saturday. And cause I, I don't have a car. So he, we go to the gym together. And I was like, Hey, can you drop me off at this place to get my hair done? And he's like, yeah, he's never been there. So I put in his GPS and sure enough, we make a left and the road is closed. So mm-hmm. Google didn't know that the road is closed because it was some, like it was like a color run or something. So we yeah. had, I said, okay, well, we're just going to go just take the street to 11. Rerouting. I Rerouting. think we're just going to reroute, you know, but like if we had got, well, can't go cause that road's closed, you know, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but people, but that's what everyone, it's what you're all doing. You would be like, no one would ever do that. Yes, you are. When you don't actually like when you're not taking action, when you're not doing the thing, cause you don't know what the twists and turns are, you're doing exactly that. You're turning around at the road closure and going, well, can't go. Yeah. And life doesn't work like that. It doesn't give you all of the steps before you go. It says, get going. It says, go drive. Mm -hmm. And then I'll give you the next Mm -hmm. direction. Yeah, It's like, you're not going to get all of them, but I'm going to give you the next direction that's in front of you. And so I tell people just move, like just get your body in motion, whether you're going to go take a workout class, you're going to go sign up for something, you're take the next right action that feels aligned with what you want to do. And then that's when you allow life to unfold. It mm-hmm. comes back to what we were talking about at the very beginning of be in the now, be yeah. with the next thing that you're going to do in the present moment, and then allow the next thing to reveal itself in the universe to give you that next direction. Cause it will. Uh, Tori, this is amazing. Like mm-hmm. we're about to wrap it up and then like more gems just got thrown at people. And I'm just so grateful for you. Thank mm-hmm. you for being here. Um, you're amazing. And I know that, um, we, we keep meeting up on these, uh, on these calls and we'll have to do a, a hangout off, uh, off of recorded, <laughs> unrecorded yeah. hangouts. But I just, I'm so grateful for you, everyone. How are you going to use what Tori has said in your life? Like, how are you going to be in the now? Do this a huge favor, screenshot this episode, tag coach Tori, tag be it pod and let us know. And then do us another favor and actually share it with a friend because that's how her podcast grows. It's how my podcast grows. It's how we can continue to help all of you be it till you see it. All right, everyone. Thanks so much. episode of the be it till you see it podcast one thing that would help both myself and future listeners is for you to rate the show and leave a review and follow or subscribe for free wherever you listen to your podcast also make sure to introduce yourself over at the be it pod on instagram i would love to know more about you share this episode with whoever you think needs to hear it help us and others be it till you see it have an awesome day Be It Till You See It is a production of As The Crows Fly Media. It's written, produced, filmed, and recorded by your host, Leslie Logan, and me, Brad Kroll. Our associate producer is Amanda Fratarelli. Kevin Perez at Desenio handles all of our audio editing. Our theme music is by Ali at Apex Production Music. And our branding by designer and artist, Gianfranco Chofi. Special thanks to our designer, Jaira Mandal, for creating all of our visuals, which you can't see because this is a podcast, and our digital producer, Jay Pedroso, for editing all the video each week that you can. And to Angelina Herrico for transcribing each of our episodes so you can find them on our website. 
And finally, to Meredith Kroll for keeping us all on point and on time. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.